Well, it's officially one week from Valentine's Day. So guys and gals, if you've got someone out there that you need to get that last minute order off the internet, you better do it today. Don't procrastinate and don't be going around saying, you know, that y'all should didn't tell me I needed to do that. I, I should have been reminded. Well, here is your reminder. Welcome into y'all talk with a Southern accent. And yes, we give little helpful hits from time to time. I'm John Raw. Good to have you aboard as we talk all things Southern every day of the week. We're just glad to have you. Well, on, not on the weekend. Well, at least not yet. Not yet. But we might be one day, but at least every workday, we have a two hour dose of all things Southern for you. On today's Y'all Show, we've got a look at a great place to go if you want to get away in the next couple of weeks, Huntsville, Alabama. There's some stuff going on there, including a very funny celebrity will be in Huntsville. We'll tell you about it in our Festive South feature. Plus, speaking of Valentine's, we've got some Valentine's getaways for you. Now, some of these are beyond our our country's borders, but two of these locations are right here in the South. And they're locations you may not think of as a Valentine getaway. And we'll tell you about it later this hour in Festive South. When we turn the page to hour two and the kind of keeping the page at the front of our mind, we've got by the book and we'll be turning lots of pages as we'll have you uh, set up for some of the great books available right now. We've got a look at Amazon's first reads. This is where the editors of Amazon.com they kind of give their guess of some great reads and some of their recommendations. We'll have that. Plus, we'll get Amazon.com's Kindle's best sellers. What are the best sellers if you have a Kindle device? All that in our buy the book feature. Then we'll have Murray Lee stop by an hour two, and he is our SEC guy for CRM Sports. And Murray's going to talk about National Signing Day 2019. That was held yesterday. And boy, some SEC teams had great days with the faxes coming in and the young high school kids pledging and signing on the dotted line. Murray Lee will tell us all about it. And one team in particular, the Tennessee Vols, had a great day on National Signing Day. And Lee will tell us about that. Plus, Murray's going to get us all set up on SEC basketball as Tennessee continues to lead the SEC. But they've got some competition. Kentucky's right there in the top five. And LSU, they've only had one loss. In fact, they had a close game last night in Starkville. LSU prevailed in overtime over Mississippi State in a thrilling game in the hump. So we'll have all that coming up in Hour 2 SEC Spotlight with Murray Lee. Our phone number here, if you want to reach out to us on the Y'all Show, 803-816-1170. You can text that number. You can call that number. You can store it in your phone. You can write it on your refrigerator door. Whatever you need to do to remember, 803-816-1170. Our Twitter account is at Y'all Show. And Instagram, we're Y'all Show. Making it so, so easy for you to be a part of this all-Dixie program. All right, we start off today looking at headlines from throughout the region. And we first go back to Virginia. Virginia, what is going on there? along the James River. As we've already told you in the last few days about Governor Ralph Northam, he's got a blackface scandal that's made him red-faced, and the entire state, or Commonwealth, red-faced over the embarrassment that's brought upon Virginia. Now, we told you about the lieutenant governor of the state. 
he is in trouble, Justin Fairfax, for a sexual misconduct allegation stemming from an incident 15 years ago. And a doctor who is the person that that alleged deal happened with came out public publicly on Wednesday. And now, so the Lieutenant Governor Fairfax has his own controversy going on at this very minute. And now the third amigo in trouble is the only other statewide Democrat leader of the Commonwealth of Virginia. You got the governor, the lieutenant governor, both Democrats, both in trouble. And lo and behold, Attorney General Mark Herring, he admitted that he put on blackface in the 1980s when he was a college student at UVA. And in 1980, he did put on blackface and he tried to be a rapper. And he has admitted this now. I don't think that's that big of a deal, but who am I to say? Evidently, if you wear blackface, according to many, it's like the worst thing ever. In 1980, I, I find it hard to believe it was, I mean, it was if it was done egregiously to be racist is one thing. This guy was trying to be a rapper, and I guess he put on, he said, brown makeup and a wig at UVA in 1980. And now he's admitting that he did it. And now there's calls coming from a lot of people that he should step down as Virginia's attorney general. So those three, governor, lieutenant governor, and now attorney general, all in the headlines in Virginia for the wrong reasons. We'll stay on top of this developing story coming at you from three different angles. Now, Governor Ralph Northam, his is the oldest of the three. (laughs) Golly, his is almost a week old now, the controversy with Northam. And he's kind of dug in and said, I am not going to resign. Well, he is keeping on with his job. In fact, Northam has signed legislation this week that would carry out the state's promise to Amazon for up to $750 million in incentives if Amazon creates almost 38,000 jobs at its new Arlington County headquarters. And Northam signed the Major Headquarters Workforce Grant Fund on Tuesday, and the legislation establishes a fund to receive and distribute $550 million in incentives for the creation of 25,000 jobs by Amazon in the first phase of its HQ2 project in Arlington. So the governor signing, making legislation happen in, I guess, business as usual. Not really, but that appears to be what the governor at least is trying to do in Richmond. All right. Now, another story from the political angle. Did you see the State of the Union address on Tuesday night? Well, one of the highlights of that was a man named Matthew Charles. He is a Nashvilleian and an ex-convict. And he gave his life to Christ behind bars and was the first prisoner released as a result of the bipartisan criminal justice reform bill aimed at giving drug offenders a second chance at life. And this law was signed by the president into law on December 21st of 2018. And while in prison, Charles became a model for turning his life around after surrendering his life to God. He completed more than 30 Bible studies, became a law clerk. He taught GED classes and mentored fellow inmates. And on Tuesday night, as as we said, he found himself sitting in the gallows of the 
president, uh, his State of the Union address in Washington, D.C., and it was an incredible moment, not only for that particular instance, but all the others that the president recognized on Tuesday night. But, of course, celebrities like Kim Kardashian West championed his cause, which certainly helped him get a release from prison, and the White House called his life a story of redemption. And that was a good thing there for this Tennessean getting recognized on Tuesday night, Matthew Charles. Now, he followed another Tennessean who was honored at the State of the Union Address, and that was Alice Marie Johnson. She's from Memphis, and she had spent, I think, two decades in prison at Aliceville, Alabama, for crimes that were, I don't know if how, I mean, she should have gone to jail. The whole deal, though, she had a life sentence, and it was commuted to the by the president. And Kim Kardashian West came through helping her to get that release. Well, now it turns out Alice Marie Johnson has a book deal, thanks to Kim West. And this book deal includes a deal for film and television rights. Harper, an imprint of HarperCollins Publishers, announced that Alice Marie Johnson's, quote, Afterlife, My Journey from Incarceration to Freedom, comes out May 21st. And Kim Kardashian West contributed a forwarded to what Harper is calling an honest, faith-driven memoir and a deep look into the systematic, systemic issue of mass incarceration. And the film rights were sold to Endeavor Content and One Community. But life after prison for this 63-year-old, I'm pretty sure she's a grandmother, maybe even a great-grandmother. And I remember seeing the video of her being released, and she thanked the president for helping and thank Kardashian for for helping out as well. And president's his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, was a big force in this. But now a book coming out on Alice Marie Johnson and maybe a movie as well down the road. Some business news. Atlantic Coast Pipeline has delayed until 2021 its plans to put a pipeline through West Virginia, Virginia, and North Carolina as its costs are increasing by up to $3 billion. That's with a B. And the pipeline announced that the 600-mile pipeline is not expected to be in full service until that year, 2021. And it was initially expected to be in service this year. And this project was projected to cost between $4.5 billion and $5 billion when first announced. And now the company projects a total cost of maybe up to $7.5 billion. And the partner for this pipeline, Dominion Energy, they say that the delays are for cost increases. Some work was suspended last year over questions related to a national permit, while residents and environmental groups Environmental groups have sued to stop the project. But if you live in areas of West Virginia and Virginia and North Carolina, you know what we're probably talking about here with the Atlantic Coast Pipeline being delayed until 2021, another two years, as it's going to be costing even more billions of dollars. Now, this was a story that came out on Wednesday that it was a little disturbing, but I guess in the end, it's good to know, and it's amazing what we now can do through DNA. After more than 20 years, the bodies of a woman and a 10-year-old boy were found in separate states 
each discarded along the side of a highway, and officials announced a DNA analysis identified the victims as a mother and son and helped authorities to elicit a confession from their killer. The woman's identity was revealed on Tuesday. It's Myung Hwao Cho. Cho was suffocated before her new body, bearing ligature marks around the wrist, was discovered dumped in the woods along Interstate 85 in South Carolina back 20 years ago, May 1998. And in September of 1998, 215 miles away from Spartanburg County, South Carolina, that's where Cho's body was dumped. And the remains of a young boy were found under a billboard by workers mowing grass along Interstate 85 in Mebane, North Carolina. And the that's around Chapel Hill. And the sheriff's office there in North Carolina said that after trying other forensic analysis techniques, including even creating a bust of the child, the department used the analysis of an online DNA database to identify the child who was first a first-generation biracial Caucasian and Asian. And now they're able to determine that after more than 20 years, this mother and son found dead along the interstate highways have now been identified. And even though it's a terrible death and, and murders, we now at least can know who they are. The man who confessed to the murder of the victims was her husband and the boy's father. And he confessed to the 1998 killings. And that from the Carolinas there. Raccoons in Louisiana have been infected with a rabies-like disease that could affect dogs, according to Louisiana wildlife officials. So be on the lookout if you're in the Pelican State, as these raccoons in parts of Louisiana are said to have this serious and contagious rabies-like disease known as canine distemper, which can affect dogs. Officials with the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries have warned online this week for residents of Louisiana to be on the lookout primarily from Lafayette to the Florida parishes in southeast Louisiana. And animals such as foxes, coyotes, and skunks can also be infected with the disease, which spreads among susceptible animals through direct contact with body fluids or droppings from an infected animal. Although it is not the same as rabies, canine distemper presents similar symptoms such as discharge from the nose and eyes, a rough coat of hair, seizures, coughing, emaciated appearance, and unusual behavior such as disorientation or wandering aimlessly. I know some people that act like that, but I don't believe they have this rabies-like disease going on in raccoons in Louisiana. As a guy from Liberty, Mississippi would say, shoot that thing. (laughs) A Florida county is going to close schools all because of the aftermath of Hurricane Michael. Bay County School Board has voted to close the schools due to hurricane damage and enrollment drops. And a mayor of Callaway, Florida, Pam Henderson, she joined a standing room only crowd speaking out against the closures, reminding board members that schools are a top criteria for people moving to an area. And these schools, three elementary schools in the Panama City area, all being shuttered. Again, a loss of enrollment is a big part of this. The school district estimated it may lose as many as 4,700 students post-Hurricane Michael. We have talked a lot about the hurricane lately, but again, one of the stories of 2018 and still suffering there along the panhandle of Florida. Officials in Nashville have opted not to censor 
former mayor Megan Berry. She resigned from office kind of after a scandal broke out where she was having an affair with her bodyguard. And then she pleaded guilty to stealing thousands of taxpayer dollars to carry on this affair with the bodyguard. Metro Nashville Council decided on Tuesday that Barry's resignation a year ago was punishment enough for her misconduct in office. And this comes after a city ethics panel recommended in December that Barry be censured for unethical conduct. Several council members said Barry's resignation made a censure meaningless, while others said they were unsure a censure could legally be applied to a former public official. She was a very popular mayor in Metro Nashville prior to this controversy breaking. We've got more headlines coming up, and as we get ready to turn the page to Hour 2 at the end of this hour, we'll give you some Valentine's getaways. All that ahead on the Y'all Show, Talk with a Southern Accent. There's never been a better time to switch to Sprint Unlimited and enjoy a great wireless plan at an amazing price. For a limited time, make the switch to Sprint and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That means five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line. That's a savings of more than $1,000 your first year over Verizon and AT&T. Hurry to a Sprint store, visit Sprint.com Unlimited, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Make the switch to Sprint today and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That's five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line from Sprint, a network built for Unlimited. This is a limited-time offer, so act now. After 131-2020, pay $32 per month per line for five lines of Unlimited Basic with AutoPay. Savings compared to Verizon Go Unlimited and AT&T Unlimited and more for five lines. Features differ. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. So maybe you've got a big love for your sweetheart, but a small budget. Hey, we've got your Valentine's Day covered. Now with Sherry's Berries, you can love big and save big. Because now for just $19.99 plus shipping, you can treat your sweetheart to delicious dipped Valentine's strawberries. Watch her light up when she gets these ripe, juicy, delicious berries. Freshly dipped in dark, white, and milk chocolatey goodness. And covered in decadent toppings like chocolate chips and hard and glitter sprinkles. Only from Sherry's Berries. Just $19.99 plus shipping. And don't stop there because for another $19.99, you can add a dozen red roses to those amazing dipped berries shipped together at no extra charge to make her Valentine's Day unforgettable. That's Sherry's Berries for only $19.99 plus shipping and a dozen red roses for just $19.99 more. The only way to get this amazing deal is to go to berries.com, click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner, and enter code 1000. That's berries.com, click on the mic, enter code 1000. Berries.com, code 1000.
back into the Y'all Show, 803-816-1170. That's the magic number to text us anytime. We welcome your feedback here on the All Southern Show with your host, John Rawl. A West Virginia woman has been indicted on allegations she threatened President Donald Trump. A Tyler County woman, she was from Middlebourne, West Virginia. She's been indicted on these accounts, alleging she threatened to kill President Donald Trump. And the Secret Service band began investigating back in mid-January after receiving a call from a concerned citizen who reported that Taryn Corrine Henthorn was threatening the President of the United States on her Facebook page, according to the Secret Service's special agent. And a post back on January 11th stated that expletive trump he needs shot i'm about to go to washington dc and another post somewhere around mid-january stated can't wait to hurt president trump his days are numbered for sure now lipskin had had prior arrest in new york pennsylvania and west virginia and she now in some hot water for her threats against the commander-in-chief she was first arrested Back on January 22nd on a criminal complaint filed in U.S. District Court and then a preliminary hearing and detention hearing were held January 24th before a U.S. judge, James P. Mazzoni, who found probable cause for the allegations. And now grand jurors are meeting in Willing and they handed up the indictment and Henthorne, like all those indicted, is presumed innocent and less convicted. But when you go on social media... Yeah, just kind of have a hard time explaining your innocence. And that's what Taryn Henthorne is facing right now, coming to bite her in the butt. Speaking of the guy that she's not a big fan of, he's going to Texas next week. And I think this is a brilliant move. President Donald Trump's going to go to El Paso for a big rally. It'll be his first campaign rally of 2019. And it will happen at the County Coliseum in El Paso as the president often cites El Paso in arguing his case for building a wall along the U.S.-Mexico border to deter illegal immigration and crime. The campaign manager for Trump says the rally will be held less than a 1,000 feet from the successful border fence that keeps El Paso safe. And he actually talked about El Paso during this week's State of the Union address, and now he's heading to El Paso. I've thought, and I think I've said on this show, the president should go to El Paso and have a big rally at the football stadium there, the Sun Bowl. It literally looks down on, what is that, Juarez, Mexico. They got a gigantic Mexican flag on the other side of the Rio Grande from El Paso. But that border wall has been effective there. And sure, I'm sure a lot of people in that area really despise President Trump. You got a congressman named O'Rourke from right there in El Paso that can't stand Trump, but Hey, this is good optics here as he goes to El Paso. The president needs a rally. It's been several months. I, I don't think he's had a rally since perhaps when he was in Biloxi campaigning for Cindy Hyphen Smith running for the Senate seat in the runoff in Mississippi back in November. He's kind of got out of his rally mode, but he needs to get back out and rally, especially if we all can get through this deadline approaching in mid-february of another possible government shutdown and let trump be trump that's what those who like the president enjoy most about him he is not a boring guy for sure six men now this is a story 
I have not seen anywhere. Now, you got to think, if, if the person was another race, this story would have been headline news instantly on every news outlet in the country. Now, it's a sad story. It really is. But six people have now been arrested in a white man's hanging death in Tennessee. And this death happened way back in 2017 to David Edward Steele. And there are many people involved here with this killing. Some are white and some are black, the people that have been arrested. I think it's about half and half. And according to authorities, David Edward Steele, who was white, was reported missing back in October of 2017. And then his body was found three weeks later hanging from a tree. And the district attorney in the Tullahoma, Tennessee area said that Steele had been shot in the leg while trying to escape from people near his home and then taken across the county line and hung. And now more people charged. Bruce Edward Dorsett Jr., Shauna R. Haney, Voltaire Xavier Hickerson, and Michael Andrew Taylor among the folks arrested. And and we actually saw this week two more arrested. Jamie Wilson Holland charged with kidnapping and Brian Dudley with murder in the 2017 death of David Edward Steele. It was found shot and hanging from a tree. This happened in 2017. He was living in the Tullahoma, Tennessee area, which is middle Tennessee, but down near Chattanooga. And then his body was put in a tree. And this didn't become a big national story. I find that hard to believe, but that's, that is the story coming from Tullahoma. Now, if you want to go to Key West, we've got spring break just about here. Some people go on spring break in mid-March, some in April. Colleges are mostly going to be on spring break at some point in March. Well, if you plan on going to Key West, which is a great place to go this time of year, as it's one of the state's sunniest spots, well, you got to be careful because this week, Key West, Florida's City Commission voted to ban the sale of sunscreens that contain the ingredients oxybenzone and octanoxate. I apologize for not knowing my pharmaceutical terms. Researchers say these two chemicals cause bleaching, DNA damage, and death of the corals. The ban goes into effect in 2021. I guess you can get away with it this year. And it represents an effort to protect the only living coral reef in North America right there in the Key West area. Last year, Hawaii became the first state in the country to ban over-the-counter sunscreens that contain those two chemicals. And I'll try it again for all you pharmaceutical aficionados. Oxybenzone and octinoxate. I sound pretty pharmaceutical. I sound like your friendly pharmacist here, don't I? Ah, Not really chemistry and yours truly just don't get along to little rock arkansas and if you're a big trojans fan the ua little rock trojans well unfortunately a committee at the university of arkansas little rock has appointed been appointed to review the findings of a football feasibility study for the university of arkansas little rock and now this feasibility study recommends that the university hold off on establishing a football program at this time, the committee made its recommendation in a memorandum sent to the chancellor of the University of Arkansas, Little Rock, Andrew Rogerson, 
and this followed an 18-month football feasibility study and review process. And they have some justifications for this. While a football program could be a positive addition to the university and the city of Little Rock, by unanimous opinion, our group recommends that now is not the right time to start a football program. And the two reasons for it, number one, the establishment of a football program must be a part of the university's strategic master plan with clear goals and a commitment and a data-informed strategy for long-term sustainable funding model and infrastructure. That was number one. And the other reason why they can't have a UALR Trojan football team at this time, the university should continue to focus on raising the quality and investment in its current 15 intercollegiate athletic programs, including the new wrestling program beginning this fall. So no Trojan football in Little Rock, at least for the time being. And of course, this program competes in the Sun Belt Conference in basketball i think in baseball but they don't have a football program for little rock and not only do they have a a crisis going on about starting football this is a school that has a crisis for its name for its identity athletic wise i've seen them called ualr i've seen them called arkansas little rock i i think i've seen jerseys of their sports teams where it just says little rock and I guess we can just call them that school in Little Rock. It's not really the University of Arkansas, but they're kind of kind of the University of Arkansas since they're one of their campuses, but they don't have a football team. The Trojans of UA Little Rock, or UALR, you pick. <laughs> All right, here's the story. Now, Arkansas, you have received a lot of criticism from people all over the country for being what some would say a backwoods crazy state. Mississippi has received criticism for being backwards and just out of touch and the embarrassment of the country. Well, a guy from Alabama is doing his part to make Alabama the butt of all jokes. As this mobile man has been charged with molesting a horse in 2018, and now he faces new charges after being arrested on burglary charges this week, while in possession of a large rubber sex toy and a taser, among other items. 19-year-old Daniel James Bennett was reported to have been knocking on the doors of homes on Matlock Road in Irvington, Alabama, and he's accused of attempting to climb through the window of at least one residence, according to the Mobile County Sheriff's Department. The homeowner in question screamed when Bennett attempted to climb through the window, and then the man disappeared. And in January of 2018, he was charged with attempting to molest a horse, a charge that he admitted to investigators at the time, according to a previous report. And the owner of the horse, a 20-year-old mare named Polly, told investigators she suspected the horse's stall had been tampered with several times throughout December. But this man, obviously, he's got issues, Mr. Bennett, but he admitted to molesting a horse in Mobile, Alabama. And see, Arkansas and Mississippi. I think I've even heard Tennessee jokes and Kentucky jokes before. Hey, every southern state has had its share of jokes sent its way. With Alabama, man, that that's pretty bad. Now, a man who failed to open a register while trying to rob a fast food restaurant in the New Orleans area has decided that, okay, he, he couldn't get the money, so he's going to steal some chicken instead. 
This happened in New Orleans, and he entered Popeyes in eastern New Orleans this week and attempted to get that money out of the register. But after it wouldn't, the budge, the register just wouldn't budge. He grabbed some fried chicken and fled. And luckily, police have arrested 27-year-old Philip Lee, and he now faces charges of simple robbery and simple battery. His bond set at $13,500. But in New Orleans and at Popeye's, boy, they got Popeye's on every corner, it seems, and the big easy love that chicken from Popeye's. Well, he, he wanted that money from Popeye's and when that just didn't happen, uh, Mr. Lee decided to take some chicken with him, a to-go order. And finally, since Valentine's Day is only a week away, how about some love in the air? And it comes from, I would say, Louisville, Kentucky's most famous daughter. It's Jennifer Lawrence, and it is now out that she's engaged to her boyfriend, Cook Maroney. Her publicist confirmed this week the 28-year-old Academy Award winner's engagement, but of course, they didn't provide any other details of Jennifer Lawrence's engagement. And People Magazine reported in June that Lawrence was dating Maroney, and he's the director of an art gallery in New York City. Now, Lawrence has just finished filming her fourth installment of X-Men Dark Phoenix, which is expected in theaters in June. We haven't really seen or heard from her in the last, I would say, two years Jennifer Lawrence has kind of gone off the radar, but I guess she's been in love and she's been making these movies to some degree and not necessarily looking for the spotlight at all opportunities like some people out there that just can't get away from a camera. But congratulations to Jennifer Lawrence and also to her fiance as they will be getting married, I guess, pretty soon. She'll become Mrs. Cook Maroney. (laughs) Jennifer Maroney. That's a name to remember when we come back on the y'all show we will get to some we're speaking of romance jennifer and cook maroney they, they just might want to head to some places in the south that we've got set aside as very good valentine's getaways plus why not go to huntsville alabama they've got some cool stuff going on in the rocket city and we'll tell you just what after this break Wes worked hard to make his dream of playing in the NHL come true. Every day, he'd be out playing street hockey constantly. Townspeople would drive by and shout, Get out of the street! But Wes never gave up. Well, until one day when someone yelled, Get in the car, you're going to make us all late to work! Because Wes was a 43-year-old accountant and he commuted with that guy downtown. So Wes never played in the NHL. But he did hear how Geico, proud partner of the NHL, could save him money on car insurance. So he switched and saved and made his other dream come true. In winter, you can practically hear your skin changing. Drying out, flaking, tightening, becoming itchy, irritated, and inflamed. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. With Cortisone 10, winter can just sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. Guys, this Valentine's Day, you can order like a pro with gorgeous roses from Pro Flowers, guaranteed to stay fresh and beautiful for at least seven days. Get her a stunning bouquet of one dozen assorted roses with a free glass face for $24.99 plus shipping and handling. Plus, pick a delivery date and it's guaranteed. You'll be a Valentine's Day pro. Hurry, offer ends soon. The only way to get this incredible deal is to go to proflowers.com, click the blue microphone in the upper right corner, and enter secret code 2000. That's proflowers.com, code 2000. 
If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. This is the Y'all Show. Love is in the air. Oh, gosh. Valentine's Day almost here. I know you're excited. If you got a sweetheart, boy, you need to just tell them how much you love them and get ready for the best of all days. If you're a person who believes in romance, Valentine's Day 2019. I'm John Rawl. This is the Y'all Show. And speaking of Valentine's Day, we love you. And we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we're glad that you could join us here on this exciting Thursday edition of the Y'all Show, the February 7th edition, my friends. Now, thanks to a website, usnews.com, we've got the top 10 romantic getaways for Valentine's Day. Now, it might be a little late. Most of these are not only not in America, but they're in like the far ends of the planet. I'll read off all of them, but I'm going to give a little bit more attention and a little bit more, speaking of Valentine's, more love to two of these top 10 places that are in Dixie. Woohoo! We've got two of the top romantic getaways for Valentine's Day in this part of the world. All right, but what about all the other ones? Well, they've got Colorado Springs, Colorado as a romantic getaway. It'll be a good place to go look at Pikes Peak and enjoy this rather big town right on the edge of the Rocky Mountains. Now, I was just in Colorado Springs in late December, and I'm sorry, I didn't think of a romantic getaway when I was there. I did go by the Air Force Academy. I did attend an Air Force Academy hockey game. I guess that's kind of romantic. Go Falcons, by the way. At least in that game, they won. And they they beat Bemenji State, which is a college in Minnesota. And I hope I said that school's name correctly. No offense meant if I got it wrong, but Air Force won that battle back in late December. But Colorado Springs, Colorado, one of your top 10 getaways in the entire world, according to usnews.com. Another place is St. Lucia. Of course, a lot of people head to St. Lucia. It's a good place. It's got a lot of opportunities for romance. Another place, Dublin, Ireland. Would you like to go to a place overseas while not being like Australia, 21 mile, twenty-one hours away in an airplane? I think Dublin's maybe a 10-hour flight, and you can go there. I think they speak English pretty much, maybe with a funny accent, but a, a romantic getaway. Here's one. It might as well be on the other end of the world. 
New York City is a romantic getaway for Valentine's Day, according to usnews.com. The city that never sleeps is ideal for a romantic rendezvous, as it has no shortage of happening restaurants, jazz joints, cozy lounges, museums, and, of course, plenty of Broadway shows. And if you're looking for a low-key retreat, consider the Kimberly Hotel, which is an elegant boutique hotel in midtown Manhattan. All right, that's New York City. Now, if you want to go to the opposite end of the madness of Manhattan, how about Whitefish, Montana? It seems like a cool place to go cross-country skiing, snowshoeing, and you can just lay back and enjoy all of the accommodations at Dancing Spirit Ranch. Whitefish, Montana. Another place to go romantic-wise, according to U.S. News, is San Francisco. Spend Valentine's Day in the city by the bay. Of course, they have a lot of history there, a lot of beautiful sights, and all kinds of activities in San Francisco. Another place is Negril, Jamaica. They've got the Rock House Hotel on the cliffs of Pristine Cove, and it's got a secluded setting overlooking the Caribbean Sea there in Jamaica. So that is another great option for you. And then the last place that it's outside of the South is the Grenadines. And that is a place you can go and spend a couple of days, perhaps enjoy your time at the Grenadines and the private resort there known as Young Island. Now, here are the two places in Dixie that are part of the top 10 romantic getaways for Valentine's Day. How about this? And and honestly, these two towns, I've never heard of, but they're both in the South. So we're going to give them some love right now on the Y'all Show. One of your top 10 romantic getaways in the entire world for Valentine's Day, Ridgedale, Missouri. And it has rustic accommodations. You can escape to Big Cedar Lodge. It's snuggled in the Ozark Mountains overlooking Table Rock Lake. Now, how about this? I've been to Ridgedale, Missouri and didn't even know it. <laughs> because, frankly, I didn't look on the map to see what town in Missouri I was in. I just know I went to Big Cedar Lodge. Big Cedar Lodge is a really cool place. As this description just said, it's right on Table Rock Lake near Branson. In fact, it was Table Rock Lake last summer where that awful amphibious boat sank and 15 people died, something like that. And that wasn't at Big Cedar Lodge, but it was on that same lake. Beautiful lake, right at the very bottom of Missouri, just north of the Arkansas state line. And Big Cedar Lodge is actually a property of Bass Pro Shops. In fact, if you go to Bass Pro Shops, they have all kind of marketing materials trying to get you to go to Big Cedar Lodge. Lots of cabins and stuff. I had a great time. I went there. It was about this time of year, many years ago. It was like in the middle of the winter. Had a great time. And and I can see where Ridgedale, Missouri's Big Cedar Lodge, a cool place to go. Now, at at this lodge, they've got an 18,000-square-foot Cedar Creek Spa. You can get a soothing massage or body treatment there. So keep that in mind. If you want to go to the outdoors, you want to go and have a fun time, Ridgedale, Missouri and Big Cedar Lodge. A little hard to get to for most of you in the South. I was only two states away from Big Cedar Lodge, and it took me about 12 hours. I think it seemed that way. And I had a sick kid, too. It was really a disaster. But, boy, I had a good time prior to him being sick. Now, our last place to brag about in the South, a romantic getaway, White Post, Virginia. 
And when you go there, you think you've arrived at a French country inn when you check into the La Bourge Provinciale, which is a bed and breakfast in the Shenandoah Valley. And this area is ideal for wine lovers and nature seekers. Lots of wineries in the area. You got the Shenandoah National Park, the Blue Ridge Mountains, all kind of cool stuff going on there. And if you're a Civil War buff like me, you've got multiple battlefields. My ancestor who fought in the Civil War was captured at the Battle of Cedar Creek there in the Shenandoah Valley. So a romantic getaway with history and wine and something for both the man and the woman. If you go to White Post, Virginia, and check out the fun there at La Bourge Provincial, this bed and breakfast in Shenandoah Valley in Virginia. All right, now, if you if you just don't need to do anything special for Valentine's Day, but you're still looking for something fun to do uh, leading to and up to Valentine's Day, why not think of the Tennessee Valley and Huntsville, Alabama? Because we've got a list, thanks to AL.com, of things to do in Huntsville from now until February 14th. On Friday and Saturday in Huntsville, D.L. Hughley will be performing a stand-up act on two occasions Friday and two occasions on Saturday. He's performing at 7 and 9.15 Friday, and then at 6.30 and 8.45 on Saturday. And this will be at Stand Up Live on Memorial Parkway Southwest in Huntsville. Ticket prices range from $38 to $65. You can go to the website huntsville.standuplive.com. But D.L. Hughley... And this actor, comedian, and radio host in Huntsville this week. And he's got a, a, a title of his latest book, How Not to Get Shot and Other Advice from White People. <laughs> and he's a funny guy, but he, he does kind of push the edge a little bit when it comes to race. Now, if you love beer, Huntsville's got the Von Bruski Beer Festival taking place this weekend. It'll be Saturday from 2 to 6 at the Von Braun Center right in the heart of downtown Huntsville. There's a $40 fee for the sampling ticket, but you get to sample suds from more than 80 breweries, including Bell's, St. Bernardus, and more. And you have the pretzel necklace station is what you really want to hit after this beer fest. The beer fest going on, the Von Bruski Beer Festival in Huntsville this weekend. And the last thing I want to tell you about is music going on in Huntsville and they've got something called When Particles Collide, and that's Saturday at 9 p.m., and this takes place at whenparticlescollide.com, the website, and it goes along with the album Fade to Gold, and this is a cool musical event if you want to see music there played from the alt-rock world. Now, on the jazz world, with great songs and covers of exit music from Radiohead, a local combo of Josh Coates Quartet, and he puts this contemporary or, and all kind of spins on the jazz hands, and he's got a new album called Time Marching On, and the Josh Coates Quartet album release party is Friday at 7 p.m. at Tangled String Studios, which is located at 2211 Seminole Drive in Huntsville. There's a $20 charge for this. You can go to Josh Coates Music, and that's J-O-S-H-C-O-U-T-S Music.com for more information but some good stuff coming from Huntsville. No reason to say, hey, there's nothing going on here in the Tennessee Valley this weekend when you got a beer festival and comedy from D.L. Hughley and plenty of great music in Huntsville, Alabama. 
Well, that will wrap up Hour 1. We've got Hour 2 lined up and coming at you in just a few minutes. We'll start it off with a look at brand new books for you to consider. And then we'll switch over to SEC Sports. We'll talk with Murray Lee of CRM Sports about the Tennessee Vols football recruiting, the Tennessee Vols basketball team, number one in the country, by the way, and lots of other information on the other SEC teams in terms of National Signing Day and a look at this Saturday's basketball lineup in the Southeastern Conference. All ahead on the Y'all Show with John Rawl, the show about the South. So maybe you've got a big love for your sweetheart, but a small budget. Hey, we've got your Valentine's Day covered. Now with Sherry's Berries, you can love big and save big. Because now for just $19.99 plus shipping, you can treat your sweetheart to delicious dipped Valentine's strawberries. Watch her light up when she gets these ripe, juicy, delicious berries. Freshly dipped in dark, white, and milk chocolatey goodness. And covered in decadent toppings like chocolate chips and hard and glitter sprinkles. Only from Sherry's Berries. Just $19.99 plus shipping. And don't stop there because for another $19.99, you can add a dozen red roses to those amazing dipped berries shipped together at no extra charge to make her Valentine's Day unforgettable. That's Sherry's Berries for only $19.99 plus shipping and a dozen red roses for just $19.99 more. The only way to get this amazing deal is to go to berries.com, click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner, and enter code 1000. That's berries.com, click on the mic, enter code 1000. Berries.com, code 1000. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. This is the Y'all Show, back with you here for Hour 2. Number one's in the books, and now number two is coming your way. And speaking of in the books, here as we start this second hour, it is by the book, our weekly look at great reads for you. If you want to know a good book to maybe put on the in the suitcase or maybe in your travel bag when you've got a long trip, maybe on an airplane, or maybe hubby's going to drive you somewhere and you want to sit over there and ride down the road reading a good book or get your Kindle out, well, we've got some exceptional books for you to consider here in this Buy the Book feature. Hey, later this hour, Murray Lee will be dropping by. Murray's with CRM Sports. He's a writer for General Gridiron, and he's here to tell us about National Signing Day 2019. That was Wednesday, and some big moves in the SEC. Murray will be on to talk about recruiting from an SEC standpoint. It is Thursday. It is our SEC Spotlight on the Y'all Show. And, of course, Alabama dominated. No surprise there. And, of course, Georgia did well. But some surprises. Maybe the Big Orange surprised everybody on National Signing Day 2019. Murray will talk about that. And we'll get the old boy to talk about SEC basketball as we wrap up the hour. Speaking of the Vols, number one in the country. they got great things going on in Rick Barnes' program. And we'll get Murray's take on the SEC and the lineup of big games going on this Saturday in college basketball, including Alabama and Vanderbilt, one of the matchups. Vanderbilt still looking for that first SEC win. 
they might get it against the Crimson Tide. We'll tell you all about it when we have our SEC spotlight later this hour. Our number on the Y'all Show, 803-816-1170. Text anytime. Let us know what you're thinking. 803-816-1170. All right. As we start our buy the book to get this hour going, we have something from Amazon to tell you. They have something called Amazon First Reads. And this is an early access to the Amazon editor's picks and it's updated every month. So these are editors at Amazon. And if you know anything about books, books are kind of a big deal at Amazon, kind of how it got started. And if you're an editor at Amazon, well, you have a lot of power that you yield. And so we're going to give you some of the editors from Amazon's picks on this y'all show and our buy the book spotlight. And for February, the contemporary fiction selection is where the forest meets the stars a novel by glendy vandera where the forest meets the stars domestic suspense category the perfect child from author lucinda berry then you have a memoir the broken circle and that is by angela ahmadi hyphen miller now in the young adult area if you're looking for something for a youngster the fever and this is by Victoria Lee. In the historical fiction category, one of the editor's picks from Amazon is What the Wind Knows. And this is by New York Times bestselling author Amy Harmon. And the children's picture book, these are kind of the books that are up my kind of way of books because I got a lot of pictures. I love those. And the book that they recommend right now in the children's picture book category is It's Not Hansel and Gretel. And this is written by Josh Funk, and it's out right now. And one of the choices from the Amazon staff, their picks for the month of February. So hopefully you like that. Now, if you're lucky enough, if you are an Amazon subscriber and you've got their kind of access to books and all that, we've got what Amazon calls the Kindle Select 25. And this is a list of books that are, I guess, downloaded and put on Kindles in a big way. And we're going to read off some of these. If you want to consider getting one of these as a book, and if I see one that kind of looks like it has a Southern angle to it, I'll tell you a little bit more. But of the 25 Kindle Select offerings, Superhuman from Evan Curry is out. This I Know, a novel from Eldana Edwards. You have The Wedding Dress from Rachel Bach. And Ilsa Madden has I Dare You. The Summer List, a novel from Amy Mason Doan is out right now. And then I love the name of this book. (laughs) I got to give this one a spotlight. They deserve it with a title like this, one of the top Kindle choices. It comes from Jaina DeLeon, a New York Times bestselling author. The name of the book is Real of Fortune, and that's R-E-E-L, Real of Fortune, a Misfortune Mystery. And sure enough, this has a Southern twist, of course. Here's the description of Real of Fortune. Nothing says welcome home like a murder. It's official. Fortune Redding is out of the CIA and newly minted resident of Sinfield, Louisiana. She never expected her homecoming to be all apple pie and bugs. Hugs, rather. But a murder. I just looked at a bug crawling across my computer. I'm not that reading. That's not in the description. I'm telling you that in real life. A darn stink bug. If you'll bear with me in a second, I'm going to smush this darn thing. All right, let me start over with that sentence. 
Fortune Redding never expected her homecoming to be all apple pie and hugs, but a murder wasn't on her list of things to deal with before she'd gotten her name stenciled on her mailbox. Boone Carey, hooch to the locals, was a drunk and a louse and had shafted pretty much everyone he'd ever done business with. So when someone kills him, there is no shortage of suspects. Unfortunately, Allie is at the top of the list. Fortune, Ida Bell, and Gertie know that Allie isn't capable of murdering anyone, but with an ambitious ADA looking to make a name for himself and the local gossip train intent on finding someone to blame, they know they have to find the killer and clear Allie's name. All this from the book Real of Fortune, a Misfortune Mystery Book 12, out by Jana DeLeon, an author. So, see, we give the South a little... A little love here on the Y'all Show, and you get a book with what a great title, <laughs> Real of Fortune. Now, moving on, J.B. Turner's book, Hard Kill, is out in the Kindle list. I'm watching you from Teresa Driscoll. Also, Strength, Curse of the Gods, book four. And here's a good book, maybe if you're looking for something kind of fun to read. It's called The Naked Truth by Vi Keelan. And this is from the New York Times bestselling author Vi Keelan. And it's a sexy standalone novel. It was just a typical Monday until the big boss asked me to make the pitch for a prospective new client. After two years on shaky ground at work because of my screw up, an opportunity to impress the senior partners was just what I needed. Or so I thought. And it keeps going on there. But this kind of, uh, kind of a mystery gotcha, gotcha all worked up here. Jessica Royer. Ekin, the editor of this, Val Keelan, the Vi Keelan, the author of The Naked Truth. I like the truth. I'm just not a big fan personally of being naked, but maybe you like being naked. Lisa Jackson, One Last Breath. That's the name of this book from author Nancy Bush. Also, R.S. Gray has the book, and it's called Not So Nice Guy. Seems like a lot of these Kindle books yield or certainly trend female is it just me i don't think so yeah i think women probably have and this is very unscientific they have more kindles than guys at least it appears that way if you're reading the amazon best kindle offerings two weeks notice no we're not giving you a two weeks notice here on the y'all show we're giving you the name of a book out by author whitney g two weeks notice also a book out by Kristen ashley Wild Like the Wind, Seeker, a New York Times bestseller from Douglas E. Richards. Hey, here's a name I've heard of. It's the first name I've heard of here in this Kindle list. It's from Stephen King, no surprise. And he's got The Outsider, a novel. And this, of course, is from this New York Times bestselling author. And it's soon to be an HBO limited series starring Ben Mendelsohn. An unspeakable crime, a confounding investigation. At a time when the King brand has never been stronger, he has delivered one of his most unsettling and compulsively readable stories. This is about an 11-year-old boy's violated corpse found in a town park. Eyewitnesses and fingerprints point unmistakably to one of Flint City's most popular citizens. He is Terry Maitland, a Little League coach, English teacher, husband, and father of two girls. Detective Ralph Anderson, whose son Maitland once coached, orders a quick and very public arrest. Maitland has an alibi, though. 
But Anderson and the district attorney soon add DNA evidence to go with the fingerprints and witnesses. Their case seems ironclad. An investigation expands, and you get my drift. It seems like a pretty neat read from Stephen King. He is a factory, kind of like Grisham when it comes to writing books. And this book, The Outsider, a novel, one of the top on the Kindle list. Here's a great book that also was a great movie, Crazy Rich Asians. And it's part of the Crazy Rich Asians trilogy book series from Kevin Kwan. This is a novel from this best-selling author. Forget you, Ethan, an enemies to lovers romance from Whitney G. Didn't I just say Whitney? Yes, Whitney G wrote two weeks notice. Whitney G is lighting it up when it comes to books and this book out now. And we encourage you to consider getting it. By the way, who is Whitney G? Whitney G is a New York Times and USA Today bestselling author. Her books have been published in 12 languages. Whenever Whitney G's not penning a new novel, you can find her blogging about self-publishing at the NDT, drinking hot coffee or traveling the world in sweater boots. She's got a Instagram and Facebook account, WhitneyG.Author, if you want to learn more about Whitney G. But boy, she's doing quite well, at least in Kindle world, with her great writing. And this book, Forget You, Ethan, An Enemies to Lovers of Romance. <laughs> the Letter is a book out by Catherine Hughes on the Kindle list. And then you have a book called in the light of the garden from heather birch and that is a novel a very english scandal sex lies and a murder plot at the heart of the establishment from john preston and our final book to spotlight here in our kind of listing of some of the great reads available from kindle it's called dr strange beard and this is by penny reed dr strange beard different kind of book for sure and that is a look at the amazon kindle select 25 if you're in the mood for a book maybe i might have piqued your interest in one of those offerings go check it out go to amazon and you can order it and if you've got one of these kindles or uh, some kind of ipad or something that allows you to instantly get a book hey you'll be set set for valentine's day nothing says i love you like a good book Nothing says the SEC like Murray Lee, and he'll be our special guest after this timeout. He's coming back to tell us all about National Signing Day on Wednesday, what happened in the SEC, some surprises, who didn't do all that well. We'll have all that, plus Murray's going to discuss Tennessee Vols basketball and the rest of the SEC basketball teams jockeying for position as we get closer to March Madness. This is the Y'all Show. Please stay where you are. We'll be right back, y'all. There's never been a better time to switch to Sprint Unlimited and enjoy a great wireless plan at an amazing price. For a limited time, make the switch to Sprint and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That means five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line. That's a savings of more than $1,000 your first year over Verizon and AT&T. Hurry to a Sprint store, visit Sprint.com Unlimited, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Make the switch to Sprint today and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That's five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line from Sprint, a network built for Unlimited. This is a limited-time offer, so act now. 
After 131-2020, pay $32 per month per line for five lines of unlimited basic with auto pay. Savings compared to Verizon Go Unlimited and AT&T Unlimited and more for five lines. Features differ. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. So, maybe you've got a big love for your sweetheart, but a small budget. Hey, we've got your Valentine's Day covered. Now with Sherry's Berries, you can love big and save big. Because now for just $19.99 plus shipping, you can treat your sweetheart to delicious dipped Valentine's strawberries. Watch her light up when she gets these ripe, juicy, delicious berries. Freshly dipped in dark, white, and milk chocolatey goodness. And covered in decadent toppings like chocolate chips and hard and glitter sprinkles. Only from Sherry's Berries. Just $19.99 plus shipping. And don't stop there because for another $19.99, you can add a dozen red roses to those amazing dipped berries shipped together at no extra charge to make her Valentine's Day unforgettable. That's Sherry's Berries for only $19.99 plus shipping and a dozen red roses for just $19.99 more. The only way to get this amazing deal is to go to berries.com, click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner, and enter code 1000. That's berries.com, click on the mic, enter code 1000. Berries.com, code 1000. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. It's the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. John Rawl back with you here in our SEC Spotlight. There were so many great SEC maneuverings that happened on Wednesday, National Signing Day 2019. And we'll just start it off here playing a little Tennessee Vols music because it looks like the Vols had a pretty good day on Wednesday, National Signing Day. And we'll get the take of Murray Lee, who covers all things SEC for CRM Sports. You might remember him back when we had General Gridiron going on in the fall. He was one of the great penmen of that particular show. And Murray, we got you back on here to talk National Signing Day 2019. Happy NSD 2019 to you, sir. Uh, thank you very much, John. It's always a fun day watching some of the young guys, uh, especially some of the ones this year. Got a lot of uh, kids of some of the best football players we've ever seen going into uh, the SEC, which is always exciting. Well, I saw the headline where Tennessee 
received 10 of the ESPN 300 commitments. They got 10 of 300 to go to Rocky Top. And the last player, I believe he must be Samoan or something like that. To O to O, maybe you know how to pronounce it better than I. He becomes yeah, the O to O. Oh, wow. them right out from Bama. Oh, is that right? Well, tell us how, yeah. how Jeremy Pruitt did it on Wednesday. Well, uh, I know that he had had a – he'd kind of had his list put together – but as far as I understand, he really just let his uh, staff kind of pick and choose out of who they prioritized, and then they really just zeroed in. And I think a lot of what went on this year was reputation uh, and seeing that, you know, of course I'm a little biased, but seeing that Tennessee might be on an upswing, uh, of course not like there was much direction to go, but seeing a lot of promise in some of these guys and a lot of, you know, these prospective players they uh they talk to one another and they kind of get together and some follow the others and that's how we got some of these uh outstanding prospects kind of some we got like uh to odo he's number uh he's one of the top ones he's a four star and honestly anything you steal from bama has got to be good if you're in the sec now what position does he play Uh, he's a quarterback actually I'm sorry. No, he's a linebacker, not a quarterback. Well, he, he might play quarterback at Rocky Top. Who knows? But uh, his <laughs> in high school, at least, he was more of a linebacker. Yeah, he is a linebacker. But the one I'm most excited about has got to be Darnell Wright. Uh, that kid is a monster, and he's fast, too. And he's a five-star offensive tackle. And, man, if there is one thing that the Vols need, it is some more uh, some more manpower on offense. Because we had Garantano getting sat down about every other play. Mm. Well, that seems to be a big deal. Like we said, Jeremy Pruitt and now his second year recruiting to Rocky Top. A lot of credit, as you said, go to the assistants. Do you know kind of who the assistants are that are the shining stars getting all these talent to come to Knoxville? Well, as far as recruiting, I'm not entirely sure. I couldn't say, but I think a big part of this year's uh, recruiting Maybe not from him personally, but came from the draw that Jim Chaney did come back to Tennessee. Okay. See, I, I, know, I never thought Chaney. Very, maybe Chaney surprises me. I didn't know he was that great of a recruiter, but his name coming back is certainly making a difference, it seems. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's a, he's a name that'll draw some folks in, but... You know, it wasn't just Tennessee had a good day, though, recruiting. Yeah. There was some there were some other big draws, well, uh, some big headlines. We'll go to Alabama next because, of course, they likely had one of the best days in the country. But Tennessee wasn't the only program that kind of stole away prospects from Nick Saban. So let's talk about who Alabama was able to hold on to on National Signing Day yesterday. Yeah, yeah, they held on to uh, they held on to Devontae Lee. Yeah, he's a course you know not like any not like bamba's hurting for size or for skill but as far as defensive tackles go he's definitely one of the best and he uh he's kind of surprised me honestly uh you know he's from uh what's it called ahs uh, i think it's amorite or airite or something like that uh high school which is a big big talent pool in louisiana but they normally i mean a lot of them uh go to lsu and somehow Saban got him out of there, out of the boot. Well, I know you had a little bit of a hard time pronouncing that particular Louisiana town with an A. Well, there's another town called Amit, Louisiana, and that's where you'll find six foot four, three hundred pound defensive tackle 
Ishmael Sobsher, and he also, like his fellow person from the Pelican State, chose to go to Tuscaloosa over going to Baton Rouge. What do you know about this talented defensive tackle? It's about Sobsher? Yes. Oh, man, that kid. Uh, he was the source of a lot of controversy. There were all kinds of people after him, and uh, I think during his senior year, he really uh, really kind of wowed a lot of people with his stats. I think uh, – I know Penn State was very interested in trying to snag this kid, but he ended up going to the Tide. Uh, but he is big. He is 334 pounds. And he uh, – yeah, he's from Amite too. And he was being looked at by LSU, Oregon, A&M. Poor old Arkansas was trying to get him. <laughs> poor old arkansas hey they did have some good news wednesday so we'll get to them momentarily but sobsher yes what a force he can be for the crimson tide he was ranked the number 39 prospect overall and again chose to go to tuscaloosa over the lsu tigers don't feel too sorry for coach oh that we'll get to him in a second the Crimson Tide did lose two espn 300 commitments to start signing day and they still finished number one in the country in terms of the rankings for recruits i don't i don't understand it well i mean when you're bama i guess you kind of guess you kind of got that pull to you when you've got as many rings on your finger as they do of course one shorter than they'd prefer after uh, how this last national championship went down yeah well speaking of those two guys who early on wednesday decided to change their mind and go somewhere else one was defensive end chris bogle and he is from fort lauderdale florida and he flipped from Alabama to Florida on National Signing Day. And then a defensive back, Christian Wilson, Williams, rather, he flipped from Alabama and, and chose to go to the Miami Hurricanes. All of these guys were some of your top 300 commitments and prospects in the 2019 recruiting class that Alabama did end up being number one, at least as of now. Maybe there's something else that could go on in the days to come, but a big deal there. Now, let's talk about Florida. Florida got commits over, let's see, Georgia and Miami for Kair Elam as he committed to the Gators. And he is the number 59 ranked prospect in the class of Benjamin High School in North Palm Beach, Florida. And let's let's talk about him. What do you know about Mr. Elam? Well, you probably have heard of some of his relatives, I'd say. His uh, dad, uh, Abram Elam, and his uh, uncle, Matt Elam, both big-time football players. Uh, but yeah, Kair, he's a cornerback and he's from, I think it's called Benjamin school is where he's from in uh, Florida, but he was, he was a pretty big prospect, especially from Miami. That's best I understand, but he's, everyone talks about him as the fact that his size and his length is so kind of disproportionate. He's, he's a real strong, big, imposing guy. But he has so much reach that makes him dangerous. And, you know, you look at some of his, you know, some of his relays, some of his workouts, and this kid has an incredible vertical. I mean, he can just straight up jump and he can get over just about anybody. It's one of those guys that you really do want at your corner. So Mm -hmm. that was a big, that was a big recruiting move by Florida to get hold of him. Breaking down the SEC East, we've talked about Tennessee and Florida. What do you think of what's happened on National Signing Day from a Kentucky and South Carolina standpoint? Well, South Carolina, they did pretty good. 
uh, trying to remember it boy's name now well he, one, uh, one guy that uh, i guess inked with them i know he committed to him was deon sanders's son prime, sanders. prime time uh, son recently said he was going to play but maybe he switched that happens sometime as far as i know the biggest uh the biggest one that they got was uh i think his name is walker okay uh Isaiah Walker Jr. Yeah, he is an offensive tackle. He's a four star, uh, but he really uh, he's he's made some waves. He is strong. He's not not as big as uh, some of the others. Mm-hmm. He's only two hundred and forty four pounds, but he's so tall that he can just get on top of anybody. So he's out of uh, Miami too. So I'm not really sure how they drew, how they drew him up there when he had so many prospects down south, but. He's going to be one to watch for their offensive line, for sure. We're talking with Murray Lee on our SEC Spotlight. We're recapping National Signing Day. That happened on Wednesday. And from an SEC standpoint, of course, the SEC dominated. I ask you about Kentucky. What do you know about Coach Stoops and how the Kentucky Wildcats did in this National Signing Day coming off a rather good year in 2018? Kentucky, you know, their year really just shocked everybody. Uh, it was at the beginning of the season. Nobody was thinking that Kentucky would, you know, have such a great run for the East that we all thought they were going to have, and you know, finish the year ranked too. Mm-hmm. But Stoops surprised us, and so this year, I mean, it was a big year for them because if they want to keep up that level of play, they were going to have to get themselves some good prospects. Yeah, I so, think everybody had some fear of Kentucky this year, except for the Vols. I think the Vols took care of business against them pretty well. <laughs> Well, what can we say? We got some sort of luck against them. But, <laughs> well, let's I switch mean, over to I the – wish we had the same. Yeah. I wish we had the same against Florida. There was a big recruit from Mississippi that a lot of people were going after. He was a star at Jackson Prep in Jackson, Mississippi. And Jerrion Ely had been courted by Dabo Sweeney and Clemson. I think he'd even pledged to go to Clemson. But he also had Alabama on his mind and Mississippi State – and this six, this five foot nine, one hundred ninety two pound. I think he plays running back in Mississippi. He chose to stay in state and play for the University of Mississippi Land Sharks, and that seems very good in Oxford. That's great news. However, there's a very good chance that he might forgo college football and go play major league baseball as he's up in the draft in June for that sport. What do you think of that? Yeah. Well, he's. Uh... He's a shorter player, so I could see him as a uh, I could see him as a baseball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, he was the su- he was the subject of so much back and forth uh, between uh, Ole Miss, Bama, and Clemson, but especially Clemson and Ole Miss. Uh, you know, I was shocked to hear that he had switched back because I was thinking, oh, for sure he's going to go to the national championship team. You know, who wouldn't? But hearing that about uh, hearing that about baseball is something that uh, I hadn't heard of until actually, you know, just real early in the day. But he's he's a good baseball player too. You might yeah. want to check out some of his uh some of his abilities on the diamond too. But overall, I mean, you know, when you get a five star recruit like that, especially at a running back, you know, that's something you can't afford to pass up. So especially if you're old miss when you didn't have quite the season you wanted to uh and now you're finally you know eligible to go back into bowl season and maybe start trying to make some waves around the sec again 
that's a guy you want to hold on to. Yeah. So I think he's going to be one that they're going to be fighting real hard to keep out of the MLB and, uh, <laughs> you know, keep him from going the, uh, keep him from going the Kyler route. Yeah. Well, speaking of Kyler, Jerry and Ely is one of only four players to have been selected in the Under Armour All American game for both football and baseball. And the other guys to have done that, Kyler Murray, the aforementioned Mr. Murray, Maurice Hampton, <laughs> and how about this? Former Rebel receiver A.J. Brown was chosen as one of four to go to both Under Armour's baseball and football All-America game. And, of course, if you know anything about what happens in Oxford, Mississippi, from a college baseball standpoint, they are one of the premier programs. They put about 12,000 people in the stands on weekends that they have college baseball games. So my point of telling you that, Murray, is that he may have more people watching him play Rebel Baseball if he goes to play in college baseball than if he went to play for the Tampa Bay Rays. I don't think they get 12,000 people in the stands some days. <laughs> no, that wouldn't really surprise me if they didn't. All right. Any, I know Texas A&M also had a pretty good day on Wednesday. Anything else from an SEC West standpoint you want to get off your Murray Lee chest? Well, I can't really say too much about the West other than uh, I will say for Arkansas, they, you know, they've got a lot of work to do after – Man, just what a what a hard season to go to. I can't even say anything. Uh, I think too you would call it a dumpster fire. I believe is what it would be called. Oh, that might be being a little generous, but no. they you know really got to build from the bottom up. So they did get an interesting transfer quarterback, though. You heard of the boy Ben Hicks? Ben Hicks? No, I have not heard yeah. of Mr. Hicks. Well, he's a sophomore. He's from SMU, and he's not. You know, he's got some potential but they actually got 22 of their 29 that they had had committed signed today or yesterday i mean so they they did all right for themselves got a whole lot of four stars handful of the really big ones that they wanted but of course you know when you're just coming off that season right there you're gonna have to really work and it's gonna take more than some good recruits they're gonna have to really rebuild this system the way they want it yeah well, Murray, I want to get your take as we get ready for a break here. And when we come back, we're going to switch gears and talk some college basketball. Great news for Tennessee fans on that front. And we'll let folks know what's going on this Saturday in SEC basketball play. But according to the class rankings from ESPN, Alabama was, as we said, number one in recruiting in 2019, followed by Georgia. Texas A&M was third. So both Alabama and Georgia atop, but they are joined by Texas A&M. The Sooners of Oklahoma are number four in the recruiting rankings. Texas is five, Oregon six. LSU comes in at number seven. Congratulations to Coach O. And then for the SEC standpoint, Florida, they are number nine in the recruiting rankings. The national champion Clemson is at 10, by the way. Tennessee, what a great day on Wednesday. The Vols are number 11 in these recruiting rankings. Big job, as we've told you, Murray's told you all about it. Auburn checks in at number 12 in these rankings. The Gamecocks from the University of South Carolina are at 17, and the Mississippi Landsharks at 22. Arkansas, 23. The Mississippi State Bulldogs check in at number 24 and somewhere down toward the bottom you find missouri kentucky and maybe even vanderbilt but that's a look at the football class rankings for recruiting from espn as we said winners have to be of course alabama georgia texas a&m no no surprise there but for lsu to do a good job for tennessee to do a great job heck even auburn in the top 15 in recruiting rankings 
a very good National Signing Day 2019. Hang it's on. Dominating day for the SEC. Yes, sir. Hang on where you are. Murray Lee will be back in the next segment. We're going to talk some SEC basketball. We're not asking you too much to talk a little SEC basketball, are we, Murray? Oh, not too much. No, I don't think that'll be a problem. All right. Well, we'll have Murray when we come back as we wrap up today's Y'all Show Talk with a Southern and SEC accent. Wes worked hard to make his dream of playing in the NHL come true. Every day, he'd be out playing street hockey, constantly. Townspeople would drive by and shout, Get out of the street! But Wes never gave up. Well, until one day when someone yelled, Get in the car, you're going to make us all late to work! Because Wes was a 43-year-old accountant and he commuted with that guy downtown. So Wes never played in the NHL. But he did hear how Geico, proud partner of the NHL, could save him money on car insurance. So he switched and saved and made his other dream come true. In winter, you can practically hear your skin changing. Drying out, flaking, tightening, becoming itchy, irritated, and inflamed. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. With Cortisone 10... Winter can just sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. Guys, this Valentine's Day, you can order like a pro with gorgeous roses from Pro Flowers, guaranteed to stay fresh and beautiful for at least seven days. Get her a stunning bouquet of one dozen assorted roses with a free glass face for $24.99 plus shipping and handling. Plus, pick a delivery date and it's guaranteed. You'll be a Valentine's Day pro. Hurry, offer ends soon. The only way to get this incredible deal is to go to proflowers.com, click the blue microphone in the upper right corner, and enter secret code 2000. That's proflowers.com, code 2000. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council.
Well, why not play another Tennessee Vol song here down the field? This is Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. I'm John Rawl. I'm joined by Murray Lee, and we're going to talk SEC basketball for a few as we wrap up this Thursday edition of the show. And we're playing Tennessee because the Vols continue to be the number one team in all the land. And Murray, we haven't had a chance to talk a little SEC basketball with you. So is what Rick Barnes is doing on Rocky Top is it a surprise to you here in 2019? Well, it's a good surprise, if that's what you're asking. Uh, I was not expecting – yeah, I was expecting a better season as a Vols fan, but I don't think anybody was fully expecting this. And I say that with the utmost humility as a born and bred Rocky Top fan. Yeah, well, Tennessee's having a great year, but let's give Tennessee credit because it's not like Duke – and North Carolina have completely fallen off the rails. Duke's right there behind them. UVA, last year's darling team, except for that first round in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> uh, they're, they're having a great year. So Tennessee's got a lot of pressure on them to keep winning, and that's exactly what they've done. Rick Barnes and some of the great players they've got there. Did you happen to see that game? The last Tennessee game I saw pretty much in its entirety was that Vanderbilt game at Memorial Gymnasium a few weeks ago. Did you see that one? Oh, I saw it, and I sweat through the whole thing. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of controversy about, uh, you know, the calls on Williams, and mm-hmm. uh, that's something that, you know, everyone's going to have to talk about and, you know, decide for yourself whether or not you think uh, it was fair or not. And, you know, you can point back to earlier in the season when we played Alabama, and, you know, there was that traveling call towards the end of the game. But there's always going to be that certain element to the game of uh, whether or not you think the officials are just calling bogus or whether or not you think that your team's just the better one. Well, but no, Mar- Tennessee's had a great year, and I'm loving every minute yeah, of it. Yeah, well, it's no doubt in most SEC fans other than Alabama fans that Alabama kind of controls the officiating on the football side. It looks like maybe Tennessee controls the SEC officiating for basketball. Uh, I don't know if I would go that far. <laughs> I think you got to give Kentucky credit where credit is due, and they're kind of the dynasty that always has well, been. This year, at least, and, and I, I would tell you that because the 13 other schools that aren't named Tennessee – may have that same sentiment right now. Uh, go ask Alabama. Go ask Vanderbilt. But, yeah, no, taking nothing away from what Coach Barnes has done and Tennessee continues to be impressive. They are 9-0 and in SEC play, 21-1 and right now overall. And I would say with a couple more wins, they should be able to easily lock up a SEC regular season title and probably lock up a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. We're not quite ready to crown that on them yet, but it's coming soon. Now, chasing Tennessee, Kentucky, and LSU both have one losses in SEC play. The Gamecocks of South Carolina are 6-3. and three. Now, a couple of teams are right there with four losses in the SEC standings. Auburn, Arkansas, Alabama, and Mississippi State. And and uh, we'll put in the the land sharks in there too. They are four and four now. Florida, a little bit of a surprise that they're not doing quite as well. Michael White's program is four and five in SEC play, and rounding up the bottom of the SEC, Mizzou, Texas A and M, Georgia, and Vanderbilt still has not won an SEC game. And Coach Drew's Commodores are zero and nine in SEC play, nine and thirteen. Murray, your thoughts on any of the other thirteen teams in the SEC playing basketball besides Tennessee? Well, I'm just as surprised as you are about uh, Florida. That's kind of a shock to me. Uh, you know, I don't obviously root for them, but 
uh, with their talent pool, you know, I would have thought that they would be more likely in LSU's position, uh, kind of in terms of ranking. But overall, I think the real big uh, threat is, you know, to Tennessee anyway, is Kentucky because, you know, they're, I think, is it nine straight wins right now? Uh, something like that. I've lost count. Yeah, they're they're creeping on up. And, you know, uh, between them and between uh, Duke, you know, you've got those dynasty teams when it comes to basketball. And Kentucky is the one that you've really always got to keep your eye on in the SEC. Yeah. If you don't, they will run away with it. I don't know if you saw any of the highlights from the weekend, but Arkansas picked up a big win against LSU at the PMAC in Baton Rouge. Arkansas hit a late basket with 22 seconds left to give them the one-point win, 90-89, to over number 19 LSU. That was LSU's first conference loss. It was also LSU's first loss at home in more than one year. An amazing job going on along the bayou in Baton Rouge for LSU basketball. LSU and Tennessee, by the way, they get together in Baton Rouge coming up in a few weeks on February 23rd. The Vols visit Baton Rouge for an early game on a Saturday, a 12 o'clock Eastern tip-off there. should be a lot of fun there. But that's a look at your standings for the SEC. Now, fast forward to this Saturday in college basketball. Got a whole bunch of great games for everybody to be on the lookout for. And, Murray, I know that you'll have your eyes glued with the Tennessee Vols, and everybody else will be checking out their favorite SEC team. Let's look at what's going on Saturday from the conference standpoint as you have a lot of action kind of spread throughout the day looking at the schedule. And the first game features the number 5 Kentucky Wildcats heading to Humphrey Coliseum to take on Mississippi State. That's a CBS televised game, and that'll be a 12 Starkville time tip. Ole Miss will be at Georgia. That's also a 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 Central tip from Stegman Coliseum. Auburn visits number 21 LSU. The Razorbacks try to make their magic work for a second Saturday in a row. They're on the road in Columbia to take on the South Carolina Gamecocks. The Gators will be on Rocky Top. They face number one Tennessee at Thompson Bowling Arena. That is a four o'clock Knoxville time tip on ESPN. Texas A&M will be against their former Big 12 rival, if you want to call them that, Missouri. And that game tips off from the Mizzou Arena at 6 Eastern on Saturday. And finally, Alabama and Vanderbilt get together at Memorial Gymnasium. And that is a 7.30 national time tip between the Tide and the the, the Vanderbilt Commodores. Vanderbilt, again, still trying to get that first win of the year in conference play. So which are the games besides Tennessee, Florida? What other games have your interest here this Saturday, Murray? Oh, well, I'm always interested in watching Alabama and Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt play because that way I get to watch one of them lose. But. <laughs> well, they might have uh, overtime after overtime. Hopefully, I hope they. I hope the game ends in a tie, just to spite you, Murray. <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 I think I'd be most interested to watch Mississippi State play. Yeah, uh, I think that this could, that's this could be a trap game. I know Kentucky right now is doing pretty well ranked number five of the country but mississippi state remember they've been in the top 25 a large part of the year and they have a coach that knows the game of basketball quite well and i think when the cats come south a little bit different environment when you go to the hump could be a tough challenge for coach calipari's team absolutely and then other than that uh it's really been interesting for me watching old miss play since they lost their ranking they seem to play almost with 
you know, even if they don't come out on top, they play with seemingly a lot more uh, effort now after they've kind of like slipped in the rankings and want to try to fight their way back up. And they've surprised a lot of people. They've got first-year coach in Oxford, Kermit Davis, and he, of course, spent more than 10 years coaching the MTSU Blue Raiders. Did you follow MTSU at all when he was coaching there? No, I didn't necessarily follow basketball too much. I was uh, never really around the Murfreesboro area during basketball season, but I kept an eye on him in football more often than basketball. Ah, okay. Well, he did a good job in Murfreesboro over the decade-plus that he was there, and now really a team that was expected to be dead last in the sec has surprised a lot of people now they're in a race to the bottom of the sec they've lost several games in a row i think it's been like four games in a row that they've lost and i don't think they'll be below vanderbilt when the final standings are announced at the end the uh in early march but but yes the the uh land shark nation def- definitely in a tailspin right now in fact coach davis bought an ad in the campus newspaper this week to ask the students to please come out and support his program. He knows that they're really suffering right now, but he needs all the support they can get in the Club Red section there at the Pavilion. And uh, those are kind of some measures you got to take. When you're not Kentucky, and maybe Tennessee's like this now, but when you're not Kentucky, people don't just pour into your Coliseum to watch you play basketball. Yeah, it's a definite struggle. Although I will say, to their credit, Auburn – does know how to pack their stadium especially their student section yeah well they got a nice place they got a nice place their student section they are uh, they will follow uh they will follow any lead given to them from the team and the coaching staff and they are all about supporting their team so credit where it's due to the tigers there yes sir murray lee's been our guest murray thank you so much for giving us plenty of good basketball and football stuff to chew on Uh, No problem. Always love being on the show, John. All right. Our first Murray Lee visit of 2019. Hopefully many more visits to come. Have a great rest of your day, Murray. Uh, You too, John. Enjoy talking with you. All right. Murray Lee, CRM sports contributor and the author of General Gridiron. Well, that will conclude our Thursday Y'all Show, and we will be right back here tomorrow with a whole new Friday episode, our Friday Free For Y'all. We'll look back at some cool stuff we did here this week. We might even put this Murray Lee interview in our Friday Rewind. (laughs) You just never know. you got to tune in to find out. But we thank you for listening to the Y'all Show. It's been our pleasure, and we will see you tomorrow. This is Y'all with John Rawl. Talk with a Southern accent. There's never been a better time to switch to Sprint Unlimited and enjoy a great wireless plan at an amazing price. For a limited time, make the switch to Sprint and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That means five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line. That's a savings of more than $1,000 your first year over Verizon and AT&T. Hurry to a Sprint store, visit Sprint.com Unlimited, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Make the switch to Sprint today and get your third, fourth, and fifth lines free. That's five lines of Unlimited for just $20 per month per line from Sprint, a network built for Unlimited. This is a limited-time offer, so act now. After 131-2020, pay $32 per month per line for five lines of Unlimited Basic with AutoPay. Savings compared to Verizon Go Unlimited and AT&T Unlimited and more for five lines. Features differ. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. 
So maybe you've got a big love for your sweetheart, but a small budget. Hey, we've got your Valentine's Day covered. Now with Sherry's Berries, you can love big and save big. Because now for just $19.99 plus shipping, you can treat your sweetheart to delicious dipped Valentine's strawberries. Watch her light up when she gets these ripe, juicy, delicious berries. Freshly dipped in dark, white, and milk chocolatey goodness. And covered in decadent toppings like chocolate chips and hard and glitter sprinkles. Only from Sherry's Berries. Just $19.99 plus shipping. And don't stop there because for another $19.99, you can add a dozen red roses to those amazing dipped berries shipped together at no extra charge to make her Valentine's Day unforgettable. That's Sherry's Berries for only $19.99 plus shipping and a dozen red roses for just $19.99 more. The only way to get this amazing deal is to go to berries.com, click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner, and enter code 1000. That's berries.com, click on the mic, enter code 1000. berries.com, code 1000. 